Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, Dolphins fans, haters, and everyone in between to your favorite show discussing the greatest franchise in sports, the Miami Dolphins. This is the Fins Pod. My name is Moose, your host, and today we're going to take a quick look and see where things stand for the Dolphins' playoff hopes. Who do they need to beat? Who we should be rooting for and against? As well as the odds that the Dolphins get themselves a spot into the dance. We'll also take a quick look to see what the boys got cooking over at FinsPod.com. Wow. Entering 2021 and we're talking we're talking playoff football for the Dolphins? Let's go. Let's dive in. All right, last yeah. one. You said a few weeks ago, Dominique, that you weren't sure if the Dolphins had their quarterback of the future in the building. Now that you've seen a few more weeks of Tua Tungo Vailoa, do you believe the quarterback of the future is there in Miami, yes or no? I, yes, I, I am absolutely sure now. I think I was probably guilty of one of the things that I kind of blame on a lot of other people is expecting everyone to come in and be great. Like, you don't have to be uh, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. You don't have to be that in your first year. Or even Herbert right now, even though their team isn't good, he's Justin Herbert's been really great. You don't have to be that, especially when you're in what seems to be one of the most well-run kind of organizations right now. Now and the, the most well-built in the, for the future going forward, he doesn't have to be perfect. He just has to be smart and make good decisions, not make a lot of mistakes, and maybe make some big plays here and there. And this is just his rookie year. Again, the expectation that you're going to walk in and be a complete quarterback day one is a faulty expectation for any of us to have. He's going to get better next year. That's normally when QBs make that leap. It's from their first season to their second season. I think Josh Allen is the only quarterback we've seen who didn't make his leap until later on in his contract. So he's. I think two will be better next year, and this team definitely has their quarterback of the future, assuming he stays healthy. Yeah, you see Allen improving this year. You see Baker Mayfield improving mm. this year into year three. Two is still only in year number one, and it's hilarious, but I think accurate to say the Dolphins are one of the best-run organizations in this point. It is but hilarious. it does start to feel that way. So as I just said, we are in late December, and yes, we are talking about the Miami Dolphins and their legitimate playoff odds. Currently, as things sit, 
they possess the seventh and final spot in the AFC playoff picture. If you remember, prior to this season, the NFL announced that this season and going forward, they're going to have seven teams per conference make the playoffs, uh, and now only the one seed will receive the bye. Uh, as most of you may remember, it used to be that only six teams would make the playoffs per conference. That would be the four division winners, as well as two wild card spots. They've now added an extra wild card spot, and instead of having the one and two seed get the bye, now only the one seed gets the bye, creating an additional game on wild card weekend between the seventh seed and the number two seed, also making that second seed have to play an extra game in order to get to the conference championship. So now there's a lot more weight on that one seed to get the bye, making it a lot easier because everyone you've played has played that extra game, um, rather than sort of what we were seeing Oftentimes in the NFC and the AFC Conference championships game, championship games, you would see that one seed and two seed match it out. Um, and, you know, the fact that they got that extra week of rest would really help. Um, this way it sort of throws another team into the mix and makes it so, hey, maybe we will see a lot more wildcard teams making that conference championship game um, and adding some parity and excitement to the league overall. So as we look at the standings now, this is how it goes. You got the Chiefs at number one, 13 and one is their record. They're probably going to be holding on to that number one spot the entire time. I don't foresee them, you know, losing a matchup. And even if they do, they do have a conference um, record advantage over the Steelers. Um, so if they do finish tied, the Chiefs would still end up with the um, number one seed. So then for the two seed right now, the teams in contention are the Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. The Steelers currently hold the two seed at 11 and two, and the Bills sit at 11 and three with the three seed. The fourth and final division. Division winner is the currently the Tennessee Titans, who are holding on to that uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. They're ten and four, but that can shake out either way depending on how these last two games go, where the Titans or the Colts could get that division championship. And then the Dolphins have the seventh seed at nine and five. I believe I did miss the Cleveland Browns, who are ten and four, who currently hold the five seed. Um, the Colts ahead of us at the six seed, and then again the Dolphins at nine and five with the seventh seed. Right now, the only team Miami's competing with is the Baltimore Ravens for that seventh seed, as they sit outside looking in. They're nine and five as well. Uh, Miami currently holds the conference record tiebreaker against them, which is why um, if they do end up both at eleven and five the Dolphins will end up getting into the playoffs over the Ravens. So with two weeks left in the season, you know, entering the new year, how do things stack up for the Finns? So unfortunately, and we're going to sort of get into this and you'll see why, despite them sitting four games over 500, having an amazing second season under head coach Brian Flores, being led by a rookie quarterback and getting the addition of a playoff spot, the Dolphins are still likely going to need 11 wins to get into the playoffs this season. That is tough. You know, normally we see some teams sneak in at with a nine and seven record, and this year in the in the NFC, um, an NFC East winner might sneak in at eight and eight, even potentially seven nine or seven eight and one. Um, who knows? But you know, it's definitely tough in the AFC. Um, the AFC has been strong, and, and there's actually parity, unlike other years where it was very top heavy, and then the wild card teams were sort of, you know, they were fruitless, and you knew that nothing was really going to happen here. But those teams that have been dormant for years are now contending for for actual seeding and positioning. Teams like the Titans over the last couple of years have become a legitimate playoff contender. The Cleveland Browns have burst onto the scene, led by Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield, kind of reverting to who he was as a rookie. Obviously, Frank Reich and the Indianapolis Colts, they have a great opera. You know, they run very similar to the Dolphins, where they, they're structured very well. They have good contracts. They're built from the inside out. And they're being led by a vet, 
quarterback in Phillip Rivers who's been there before. So, you know, he made them a playoff contender this year. The Buffalo Bills, our own division rivals, as much as we might hate to admit it, they're playing very good football and they are absolutely playoff contenders. You know, and then you have teams on the outside like the Raiders. Um, they kind of blew their shot when they played against the Chargers. Um, and, you know, even if they beat Miami this weekend, they still likely won't get in. Um, and of course, teams like the Dolphins, you know, coming out of nowhere, surprising many people and contending. And, and so the fact that you have teams like this, it means that the AFC is going to be stronger at the bottom. And of course, there's still that team at the top, the Kansas City Chiefs. But underneath them, jockeying for positioning are a lot of good teams that used to always be on the outside looking in. So what does this mean? Well, currently, like I mentioned, the Dolphins hold conference tiebreakers over most all the teams fighting for those wildcard spots, which is great for now. It means that the Dolphins control their own destiny, but with only two games left, Miami has everything ahead of them, which is good. But there's little to no room, frankly, no room for error. Miami is trying to keep ahead of the Baltimore Ravens, who had a midseason surge and are now threatening to replace the Dolphins in the playoffs. Miami just can't afford to lose. Their playoffs have already started, and Brian Flores has all but said that. You know, in their press conference, he said, you know, we got our playoff game this week against the Raiders. Uh, and that's true. That is something that he's going to need to continue to drill into the heads of this young team. They have to p- play their best ball, and they know it. The reason that Miami can't afford to lose is because, again, we're trying to stay ahead of the Ravens by winning these two games. The Ravens they play the Giants and then they play the Bengals and unfortunately if they were to lose to the Giants and Miami were to lose to one of these two teams that they face the um, the Raiders or the Bills because the Giants are an NFC team that wouldn't actually hurt them and Miami losing to an AFC team would hurt them so if, if the pay, you know the only real way that the Ravens would miss out on the playoffs is and Miami loses a game is if they, Miami loses one of these two games and then the Ravens lose to the Bengals an AFC opponent um, although they managed to be the Steelers, I don't foresee them being able to do that twice and knock out the Ravens. So as much as it would allow Miami to have some hope if they did lose one of these two games um, into Week 17, don't expect that. The Ravens have a very easy schedule. Um, the Giants, they can even afford to lose if Miami you know, doesn't win out. So Miami really has to win out. Um, and look, I think that they will. So let's we're going to start this positive. We're going to look at this in a positive lens. We'll get to the negatives later. But how do the Dolphins' playoff odds look You know, if we do win out? They're going to face either the Bills, the Titans, the Steelers, or potentially the Colts, but that is unlikely. Um, I think the best matchup out of all these teams would be if the Dolphins managed to face Indianapolis. Um, it would be a dome game. Um, the, the Colts match up well with the Dolphins in terms of the roster and, and, and the talent there compared to some of the other teams. Um, the personnel something that Miami could manage a lot better than going up against a Derrick Henry. Um, for the the Dolphins to face the Colts, they would need to win out, giving them you know that that seventh spot um, or the sixth or fifth spot. It really depends on what happens with the Browns and 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 those other um, wild card teams. So Miami can really range anywhere from that fifth to seventh seed. But Miami would need to win out, and then the Colts would win their division by beating the Steelers this weekend, and then the Jaguars as well. And then that means that the Titans lost to the Packers, giving the Colts that win. Um, and then Miami would face the Colts. So it's definitely possible you could see you know the Colts beating the reeling Steelers and then the Titans losing to the the Packers. Um, And if that happens and Miami wins out, then Miami gets to face the Colts in round one. Um, And look, the Dolphins face a Colts offense that's 
that would be predicated on the run if Miami does get to play them. And they're not as dominant in the running game. So their their offense is focused on the run, um, but they're not as dominant as the team we just faced, the Patriots, or teams that we faced in the past. Plus, they have an immobile quarterback in Phillip Rivers, who Miami tends to feast on. Um, and it's a dome, like I mentioned, so the weather will not be a factor, um, and Miami will kind of get to ease into playoff football and not be thrown into the tundras <laughs> the tundras of uh, Buffalo or potentially Pittsburgh. Um, so it's definitely a good option for Miami if they did make the playoffs, if they ended up facing the Colts. Doesn't make it easy. The Colts are a damn good team. Their defense is good. Um, but Miami will face tough defenses regardless of who they play in the playoffs. All these teams have good defenses. So um, you you want the, the offense that is the least diverse and the most prone to attacks from, you know, the blitz as well as just from organic pressure. And that's something that the Colts offense, you know, would be compared to some of these other teams. And I think the Dolphins defense is better. So um, that would be a good matchup to see. If the Colts do lose one of their games to the Steelers or the Jaguars, um, and then the Titans end up securing the AFC South, the Dolphins will likely play them. This is a tough matchup for one reason only, and I think probably the worst matchup for the Dolphins, and that's Derrick Henry. The Dolphins' weakness throughout throughout the season has been their run defense, and although, yes, it has improved as of late, no one can be ready for Derrick Henry and the Titans' attack. Um, the other thing is it'll be the Ryan Tannehill rematch, which I think would be a great storyline leading up to the game before Derrick Henry is unleashed on the, this Dolphins', Dolphins defense. It'd be really cool to kind of see... A team that gave up on their quarterback, he goes somewhere new, and then he finds success. That team found found success as well, and now his replacement, Tua Tungavailoa, um, faces him, um, and it's sort of his chance at revenge to show the Dolphins that you know I could have done it. He he couldn't have done it. He needs Derrick Henry, um, but it it would just be definitely an interesting storyline. And look, yes, I'm speaking. You know, all this, all all this fear coming uh, at Derrick Henry. I'm terrified of him. Yes, but the Dolphins' defense could stop them if they focused their entire game plan on making Ryan Tannehill beat them. Then they have a good chance. And look, the Titans' defense struggles. They're not that great. Um, and Tennessee is not as cold of a climate. So if Miami did have to go to Nashville, um, it wouldn't be as bad of a weather situation for Miami. So look. You know, Miami playing the Titans still wouldn't be the worst. Again, it is the playoffs, so everyone you meet will be bad. But I would much rather face the other AFC South team, the Indianapolis Colts. Another place that would be difficult to play would be Pittsburgh. Um, And that's unlikely. There's a chance that it happens. Certain games would have to fall uh, in certain directions. Again, this is all predicated on Miami winning out and getting into the playoffs. Um, I would want to face Pittsburgh week one. One, because I think they're frauds. I think they've been exposed over the last three weeks. Um, and, and they've they've kind of were getting exposed throughout the season, but they managed to sneak away some games because they do have a tough defense. But speaking of that defense, I want to go to Pittsburgh, run down their throat, and then feel free to throw two touchdown passes over the top with Minka Fitzpatrick. How great would it be that a year after he claims that he, he doesn't like what's going on in Miami, he wants to go to a contending team, he can't, he can't stand the thought of a rebuild, he, he thinks Miami's going nowhere and Flores doesn't know what he's doing. Wait, damn. Round one. Brian Flores versus Minka Fitzpatrick in the playoffs. Ooh, how funny would that be? How great would it be to attack Minka Fitzpatrick and get a win and go further faster than when he refused to play for the Dolphins? That would be great. Um, but yes, Pittsburgh is a very tough place to play. That is a team that has playoff experience compared to this young Dolphins team. So again, not a great matchup, but I would much rather face them than Derrick Henry and the Titans. The likeliest team that the Dolphins will play, if they do in fact make the playoffs, will be the Buffalo Bills, and I hate that. The Dolphins would then be traveling to Buffalo in back-to-back weeks. Again, the Dolphins play the Bills Week 17 in Buffalo. 
it would be the third time that they would end up playing all season long if they meet in the playoffs. And Miami would essentially just play the same team twice. Um, and that team will be more rested and healthier because they won't be playing for much in Week 17. And Miami will be playing for their playoff lives. So the, the team that's healthier and more rested will likely win. And that goes against the Dolphins. So, look... Miami making the playoffs is, is great, and everything after that's gravy. I, I fully believe that. Even if we get bounced in round one, it's been a good season. It's been fun to watch this team develop and grow. And like I said, the fact that we're talking about this right now, you know, this is um, you know, it's a couple days before Christmas. You might be listening to this. You know, Merry Christmas to you and yours. The Dolphins are in legit playoff contention. So that's great. But having to play the same team back-to-back weeks in their home stadium um, it, you know, and they're riding a high. They're playing good football right now in Buffalo. So um, it will definitely be a tough matchup because for Miami to succeed there, it means that they've won both times. So I, I don't foresee that really happening. Um, but again, coaching will be a factor. The fact that these teams will face each other back to back, it's going to be a game of chess. There's going to be slight adjustments, different things that they're going to attack each other with. And we're going to see who performs better in that situation, you know, McDermott or Flores. And my money is on Flores, but if he doesn't have the health or, you know, the, the rest that his roster needs, then um, he, it might be out of his hands and, and they might struggle. Miami now, in terms of less favorable outcomes, could make the playoffs if they split. So if they were to lose to either the Raiders or the Bills. But here's how that would have to go. Miami would you know, win either against the Raiders or the Bills and then lose the other one. So they'd split this game, uh, split these games. And then they would need the Ravens to lose to the Bengals in Week 17, as we stated. Or Miami could split and then the, Col- the Colts lose out. So they lose to the Steelers, which is very possible. So be rooting for the Steelers this weekend. And then week 17, they would have to lose to the Jaguars, which is very unlikely, especially with Jacksonville getting that new infusion of hope that they have the first round overall pick. So that, that uh, front office might be more inclined to potentially throw some games and put some young uh, starters out there to, just to see what they've got. No, more like to throw your game and guarantee you get the, the blonde, the blondie from Clemson. So that's the other way, is that Miami splits and then the Colts lose to both the Steelers and the Jaguars. So unlikely. The Ravens losing to the Bengals is probably more likely. Um, the other possibility, and this is also very unlikely, is that the Browns lose out. So Miami splits, and then the Browns lose to both the Jets and the Steelers. Again, we'd be rooting for the Steelers hard because if the Steelers are able to win, it also makes the chances of Buffalo getting that two seed less likely, um, therefore making them not play, um, you know, play for it as hard. You know, on the contrary, if the Steelers do lose their games, um, then maybe the Bills have secured that spot if they manage to beat the Patriots, and therefore um, they won't be playing as hard. So really, it depends. For me, I don't really want to dig. I don't care what these other teams are doing. I want Miami in the playoffs. I don't care if the Bills are playing hard Week 17 or if they're going light. I want to win regardless. I mean, if we're going to be a good team in this league for years to come, you have to beat Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. They're in our division. There's something we're going to have to face year in, year out now. So it's good that Miami gets that practice early. And if they get the best of us in 2020, so be it. Um, but there's no point being scared of playing them twice in a row. Um, it's If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So, you know, in terms of these potential possibilities for the Dolphins, if they split, um, it, it def- definitely looks doubtful as, you know, they're really – their best shot is getting in by winning their final two games. So again, just wrapping that up, Miami can get in if they split, but they would either need the Ravens to lose to the Bengals, the Colts to lose out, or the Browns to lose out in these last two weeks. 
So at the very least, look, we've talked about this, but you want Miami to make this season last until the last week of the year. So winning this weekend against the Raiders is the easiest way to keep that possibility alive. And again, if Miami does lose to the Bills in Week 17 and they end up missing the playoffs, personally, I would find that easier to stomach. You know, if we lose to the Raiders this week and then beat the Buffalo Bills and then miss out on the playoffs, you know, getting to 10 and 6 will feel more earned. And then especially when you beat the, the Bills along the way to get that 10th win and then you just miss it, the playoffs because things are out of your control, that would sting more. But if we just lost to Buffalo week 17, although, yes, we would also be 10 and 6, it would be easier to sort of understand and go into the offseason, you know, that we might not be ready yet because we couldn't beat the Bills. So um, personally, I would rather win this weekend and then put everything on the line for week 17. Um, and then lose to Buffalo rather than beating Buffalo but losing this weekend. Um, you know, even though it'd be nice to get that division win, um, it would sort of you would go into that game knowing that you need other things to happen. But regardless of all that negative talk, I think the Dolphins are ready now. I believe that this Miami team will finish the season strong, eleven and five, and enter the playoffs. And we'll look whether we face the Bills in back-to-back weeks, the Titans, the Colts, the Steelers. I like Miami's chances of staying competitive and taking these teams to the wire. So to be saying that into his rookie year, it's an amazing thing that we're talking about playoffs being a possibility in your rookie in your rookie quarterback's first season starting. Um, let's enjoy these games and support our team because for the first time in a long time, they deserve it and have actually earned it from us. So thank you guys so much for listening. That's going to do it for us here. You know, I hope you enjoyed this quick snapshot look at the Dolphins' playoff chances. Um, And be sure to stay tuned because either tomorrow um, or Friday morning we'll be releasing the preview episode episode for the Dolphins' matchup against the Raiders, sort of looking at what Miami's going to do against Marcus Mariota, um, you know, considering he will likely be the starter for Las Vegas. I appreciate you tuning in for this episode of the Fins Pod. As always, I really hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to subscribe to the show wherever it is that you listen, just to never miss a chance to chat about your favorite team, the Miami Dolphins. The show itself is available on all platforms that's Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio and YouTube as well. Uh, please subscribe and, and like the video if you're finding us on YouTube. Um, and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, follow us. That's at FinsPod. Just and also check out the site for news and content, FinsPod.com. It's where we upload all the podcasts and any sort of breaking news regarding the Dolphins. You'll find that there at FinsPod.com. I hope you have an amazing day. Merry Christmas with your family um, and stay safe. Love y'all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.